gentlemen, welcome on into our final episode of the X-Wing segment, simply known as the Wide World of Wargaming podcast. Uh, we are going to be switching over our name due to some, as many of you know, changes in the content and the overall structure of the podcast. Into the future, we will be calling ourselves the Fangs Out podcast. Thank you to Drew Bishop for coming up with that amazing idea. Drew, tell us the origin of it, where you found it, and why, why you picked it. Um, well, I was looking at, like, slang Star Wars terms, and it came up as what, um, Imperial pilots call other pilots who are just looking for action. And so they call them fangs out. Um, but I guess, Vince, that's actually a term that was used in, in real warfare? It is also a term of art used in many air forces all over the world, which I noticed right after Drew came up with it. I love the name. I'm super excited about it. We will, of course, be changing the name of the 40K segment as well when that comes back. Basically, what we're doing is switching all of the podcast, all of the segments into their own sub mini empires, all under the umbrella of the wide world of wargaming. So that's a little update. We'll be calling ourselves that going forward, along with a new Facebook page, which we will link from the original one. And we hope you all will be happy with the change and follow us over there. Uh, but, gentlemen, we have big news today. Well, this week. We have to introduce Jeff. We have to introduce oh, Jeff. I almost forgot. Jeff, introduce yourself. How could you forget? I got excited. Hi, guys. I'm Jeff. <laughs> Perfect. Understated. Minimalist, as always. Uh, we have waited long, and we have been tortured for many weeks by the promise of new points. And we have been blessed, finally, by the gods. Um, not not as big of a shakeup as a lot of us were expecting and or hoping. Um, as they said when this dropped... They wanted to kind of expand what was available to everyone rather than make any major changes. I have a problem with this, and I'm going to take 10 seconds to explain why, and then I'll let you guys respond, and then we'll get into it. There have been plenty of large-scale events run online in the four months since the pandemic started, and they are all of data available to, to, to FFG that they could have used to make the necessary changes. Why didn't they, guys? I, I think it's entirely possible that FFG wants to be able to have plausible deniability and say they don't know about what's going on online. I was just about to say that. They ha they oh, cannot acknowledge the fact that the game there is a version of the game to play online uh, that doesn't okay. really cost any money. Supposedly, I mean, I know TTS, you, you got you to gotta download it, right? But even then, it's, yeah, it's, it's a thing I think that they can't. They can't say anything, which is totally fine, and it makes sense, you know, that they can't use it. They also said they wanted people to be able to use the lists that they had that they didn't get to play, right? For example, Gen Con would be going on this weekend, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think it makes sense, even though I know it was not what everyone wanted. Um, but, you know, as, as Bane said in that one movie that was kind of okay, but kind of not really, that comes later, so. <laughs> uh, you need to work on that one, buddy. Um so what would you, okay, we're going to go, we're going to not do our standard two hour marathon spectacular that we normally do for new points. We're going to talk about a section of the new points this week, and then we're going to talk about the newer factions next week. We wanted to start with the generic upgrades because there were, I would argue, one, maybe two major changes. Um, many people probably are already aware of it. If you are not, they have done something very strange. They inverted the cost of veteran turret gunner making it more expensive for larger ships and then making it more expensive for the smalls. So for the 
five remaining people that flew uh, BTLBs with turrets, um, that is now going to be extremely cost prohibitively. And for people who fly uh, Falcons, you have just been made extremely happy. Yeah, it's an excellent change in my opinion. It's a really good one. Go, yeah, go please as, explain. As soon as I heard it, I was like, "Oh my god, why didn't I think of that?" Right? Like, that's great. Right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Like, I, we're we're all fairly humble people here, although we do sometimes like to, you know, claim that we saw things coming long before they did happen, which we have. Um, but this one, I think nobody really saw coming. Right? Like, one of the biggest. I, I would argue that probably the biggest issue with larges in this game is how long they can take to become points efficient. And I think probably with the change to veteran turret gunner, you are going to see, you are going to see that become a lot easier for them. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. Um, so just to be specific and for those who don't know, um, small base ships went up two points to 12 medium base went down one point to nine and large base ships went down three points to seven. Um, so, you know, veteran turret gunner is, was never use, useful except in the most niche builds. Um, things like Vinny with Paige Tico and veteran, veteran turret gunner, things like that. And it's just because if a, if a large base ship was in the middle of a scrum to the point where they were regularly getting to hopefully modified shots, then that large base ship was probably not very long for the world. Yep. Um, <laughs> so it didn't make much sense to give them veteran turret gunner. They would much rather kite around the outside of the map than, than dive in and get two attacks per turn. Mm -hmm. At seven points, I think that's still going to largely be true. But on things like the Wild Space Fringer, which came down a significant number of points, where you're getting four die attacks, maybe perceptive co-pilot, whatever. Um, maybe you, maybe that changes a little bit, you know. And uh, it's their first attempt at it. Maybe they keep going with it. Right. It turns those. It turns a lot of those large base ships that you know usually dash likes to stay on the edges, right, or the outskirts at least in in 1.0. And what little we saw of him in 2.0 was was very similar. Um, and, and bringing Veteran Turret Gunner down to the point where you can get those double shots off, I think is going to change the way large base ships act in this game, right? Or if you're, if you're taking it right, you want to be in the thick of it to get those shots, especially at range one, maybe not with the, with the, uh, Outrider or, um, the 2400, but at least with other ships, right? So. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this change as someone who has leaned in, started leaning towards larges, um, especially since Leia was released. And you know, it, it it's it's not quite there. I would like to see this probably come down to this is gonna sound crazy, but five on a I large think five ship. Is, five is exactly what I was talking about when I said it might continue to come down. That's, yeah, I, that's I, the I think point it's where probably better. Yeah. Um so the question really is, if you want to try to, if you want to try to ballpark it, your your question is, how many worthwhile shots do you need to get in order for it to be worth seven points? Um, and when I say worthwhile shots, I'm talking about at least a single modified shot, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
and I think that you probably, in order for it to be worth, um, in order for it to be worth seven points, you probably have to get three worthwhile shots with it. I was thinking three. Um, and that's just that's just unlikely. Um, you know, if they could get it down to where you have to get two worthwhile shots with it, then then it becomes more uh, palatable. Well, I, 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 I agree with you on that one, Jeff, but I do want to put one modifier on that. The ghost is going to be the one I think who's, who is perfectly fine with VTG at seven points. Um, because getting you that second shot, uh, getting a second shot when your first shot is a, pri- is a four or a five die primary, any follow-up is potentially dangerous, especially if you end up saving your mod or if it's something like Cal- uh, like Kanan or... Um, or if you're if you have any kind of support or if you have perception which you will because you're rebels right so you will have that yeah Yeah, or or like i said earlier um if you've got Vinny and you can rotate your turret yep you know uh between after your first shot you rotate your turret and now you've got a second shot uh, out the same arc um you know that's worthwhile for sure the next big and the other big change I would say is the continued descent of or of uh, secondary ordnance uh, slid down again. Cluster missiles dropping from five to four, um, ion missiles down from four to three, prockets from seven to six. Again, something I don't think anybody saw coming. Uh, Connernets and ion bombs both coming down a point. The electro proton bomb saw a three point drop, which I would agree is probably pretty important. And then uh, all the torpedoes except uh, protons came down a single point. Um, I think the biggest change after um, after veteran turret gunner is passive sensors. Um, they they just flat out said passive sensors is not intended for your net fives and net sixes. We're gonna we're gonna tax them if they want to take it. It's kind of weird because. It's it was bad for Whisper and it was bad for Vader. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, it, it wasn't really a problem with fives or sixes. I don't know. I guess that they probably felt that was the only real way they they had to fix it. I mean, I think that probably was the only way to fix it. Um, I I can't tell you another way that I that I would have done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right. My question uh, is: those who don't know, we'll give you the we'll give you the full range. Um, initiative ones pay two points. Initiative twos play two points. Initiative threes and fours two as well. I fives pay four, and I sixes have had its price doubled up to six. We're not going to talk about I seven or I eight because we don't play epic on this show. Oh, is that what that was there for? I was about to ask that. I was like, why is there seven and eight? I'm assuming that that's what it's for. I have no. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, <laughs> I mean, you know, unless they're going to read like, like we mentioned previously. Seven could be for Han, though, right? Because Han, the gunner Han, says you shoot at seven, right? Well, they're not going to increase your points in the middle of a game. That's also true, too. Yeah, that's interesting. Because hmm. then we have squad leader, right? Squad leader is also down to six. So I wonder why passive is at seven and eight. That's interesting. Hmm. Where are you guys looking at the the main source material? I'm looking at the spreadsheet. And I don't see what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, the main I'm generic upgrade spreadsheet. Yeah, from uh, from 2.0. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I think that one one minor change. It's it really is a minor change, but it's going to 
impact a huge number of lists is Crackshot doubling to two. I, I I think that probably matters a solid amount, but it's not as much as we think. It's going to go from a, well, I don't, I mean, of course I'm putting Crackshot to a, I mean, I, you know, it, it goes from being a dump single point into being a build choice is what I'm going to say. But in things like hyperspace, it was always a build choice. Like for, for my example, I was really trying to fit in like a four ship Poe resistance list in hyperspace because I wanted to make him work. And I was always scrounging for points. And now I'm still going to be scrounging for points. And heroic is. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, No, this is true. And I'm sorry, Crackshot also. I mean, in my extended lists. Um, you know, I, I want to use Crackshot and, and even, even with Crackshot and Extended, I was still having trouble getting a four ship Poe resistance list on the board that I liked. Yeah. It's just, they're just too expensive. Um, and so I'm glad to see it disappear because when I was able to get it to work before, you know, before the point with, with the points changes two times previously, um, it, it was pretty unfun, right? You get those A wings, those I five and I six ships at range one of something and with crack shot you just melt it and your opponent just picks up ships um so yep now here's a question about crack shot going up to two points what does this do for predator it makes it a choice now yep i yeah. mean it's it, you've you basically got you've got a way so crack shot has two effects crack shot has the effect of possibly pushing the damage through okay that's always a good thing but it also has the effect of making people decide whether to overspend yep. on defense. Um, Predator has the the reroll, obviously, all the time. Um, I think, I mean, I, I honestly think they're both like 1.5 point cards. Uh-huh. So... So it's, but they can't do 1.5 point cards. So at least now they're on an evil, even basis. I think the way to say it is like Drew said a minute ago. Now it's, you know, now it's a choice. Like I, you guys know that I do, I, I experiment with Predator. Um, I do love running it on my, on my Arvel. I do love running it on Jake with Marksmanship, which by the way, we'll talk about Marksmanship in a second. Um, and I do love running it on Wedge because Wedge is a built-in crack shot. Uh, I I think probably going forward, you're not going to see Crackshot Wedge anymore. Like, if you're going to put an EPT on Wedge, there is no point to not run Predator because he's going to get it more often than not, especially in a list or in a faction that has the ability to, to pass tokens around if he has a reposition that is... It's, I, I don't understand the people who say it's easier to line up a bullseye with a with, um, boost over a roll. I think that's pretty subjective and open to confirmation bias but the point is i think predator on wedge and on a lot of you know high tier rebel stuff is going to be damn near automatic makes sense the the one thing that i'm also kind of being killed about too is that both of these upgrades crackshot and predator are not legal in hyperspace which makes me sad because i'm like oh hyperspace with resistance yeah i can i can i have five choices now right and now and i'm looking at i'm like oh maybe i don't like okay heroic it is Let's let's talk about one of the things we're we're gonna talk about hyperspace in another episode, but I do want to point out one more thing about the generic changes. Uh, marksmanship is legal in hyperspace now, so if you're a rebel player uh, who likes B wings, 
Merry Christmas, bro. Christmas came in July. Uh, because Auto Blaster S Foil Marksmanship B Wings are now playable in hyperspace. And Ten Num and Braylon in that build are some of the most efficient ships point for point in X Wing. So, can. Can anybody out there in listener land, we've talked about this amongst ourselves a little bit, but can anybody out there tell us what FFG is so deathly afraid of with saturation salvo? I, I think it's I think um, it's two point uh, 1.0 fear. I I I think it's forcing people to re-roll defense die. Like they already know that green dice are underpowered intentionally, and they don't want people getting, you know, they, they don't want guys with really expensive ships getting blapped by like an I-3 with a talent slot. You know what I mean? Because I can tell you right yeah. now, if you have saturation salvo down to two points, it's going on every B-wing in a rebel list with proton torpedoes. Yeah, no, it's... It's a very situational like upgrade, get... but if you can get it to go off, you're probably going to push damage through, especially if you're firing, you know, secondaries, right? Like, yep, that's that's truly what it is. Like, just so, a... yeah, I think Jeff ran numbers while we were talking, and is going to tell us we're wrong, Drew. No, no, no. It's I mean, it, it it's just interesting because the the thing about it that so. If you leave out the clause about spending a charge for for anybody who doesn't know what saturation salvo does and who could blame you, um, while you perform a torpedo or a missile attack, you may spend one charge from that upgrade. If you do choose two defense dice, the defender must reroll those dice. Okay, so two things about it. Um, remember that you are modifying those dice before the defender does. So it isn't like the defender is spending his focus if he's got one. And then you're then you're forcing him to reroll dice. Um you're you're force you're making him reroll dice um and you're he's likely to he's much more likely to not get the evades that presumably you're making him reroll. I think that in the absence of the the clause you may spend one charge from that upgrade i think that that's a uh, i think that's a four point card which is where it is now with that you're you're giving up a, a, a half a little bit less cuz you don't always get both of your proton torpedoes off for instance but are you really going to pay four points plus six and a half points for that effect? Right. You're, you're, you're adding on a cost to the missiles, especially things like proton torpedoes in order to use that ability. Right. And, and so here's the other thing, right. Vince, I, I wanted to jump in here super quick. Saturation salvo can't be taken by B wings because it requires um, the reload, which they don't have. Hi, I'm hi. I'm stabilized. This foils. Oh, had... sorry. Does it give them re does it give them reload? Wow, I hey, yep. hello, this is the guy that doesn't play B-Wings. Thank you for correcting me. But either way, I still think that, um, Jeff, you're completely right, that the the cost of the card, it you're just making it more expensive for that single shot, right? And in a list where you're not running 10-nub or any high-initiative B-Wing, you know, that, that shot is probably already going to kill something without Saturation Salvo, because you've got, like... Things like Wedge or Luke that are going to be shooting at them first, right? 
Yeah. Um, I, I just, I just don't think that in, in most cases, I don't think you want to give up a second shot with your proton torpedoes uh, or your plasma torpedoes or, um, does anybody even play other types of torpedoes by choice? You be um, nice. Does I mean you don't want to give up that second shot, do you? That's and, and it, given that you're paying for that second shot, I mean that's a that's a hefty payment because most of these all, things all are, torpedoes, um, all torpedoes except for the advanced protons are two charges. Right, so I think, Jeff. I think when you're talking about about giving up your second shot, you're forgetting that whatever is using this thing has the reload action. Right, but again, every that's fair. That's every other turn, that's though, fair, but... uh, uh, um, uh, if we're if we're talking strictly plaza, if we're talking strictly torpedoes, that is every other turn. Is a ship like that going to survive long enough to get a second payload off? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't see, I, I've seen reload used very occasionally in games. I've vanishingly rarely is it used effectively in games so just remember guys we're talking about torpedoes because i dragged the conversation there with uh with b-wings also remember we're talking about uh tie bombers who can very easily pop would very easily be able to pop a saturation salvo barrage rocket right right but um, again you have to you have to pay yeah. for more expensive bomber Right, you got to get the gammas to get the saturation salvo. Right, but you're—I mean, you're—you're you're talking about re forcing somebody to re-roll their green dice, which are already unreliable. Yeah, and I, I mean, I guess maybe that is the fear because um, bombers are fragile enough that uh, they—I mean, I when I used to play barrage rocket bombers, I, I never ran out of charges ever. Right. Um, so maybe that's, maybe that is the case where Saturation Salvo is a four point card as far as FFG. It's concerned. also interesting too, because the bombers, the bombers were Whoa. already doing well with barrage rockets. Even, I mean, I think seven to eight points pushed them over and you stop seeing them in lists, but they were already strong. So looking at the missiles, there are three of them that have multiple charges. Um, one of which you would negate or at least somewhat negate the ability of the missile itself being cluster because um, you use its ability to, to ditch another charge to, to fire again, right? So I guess with Saturation Salvo, you're paying eight points where you could throw three dice at range one to two against two different targets and make them reroll greens. That's a pretty good... I don't know if it's like super strong, but as a single ship, being able to get that off... Right, the bomber's probably going to die because you got to you got to be looking at whatever you're firing. Right, um, as far as cluster missiles are, yeah. um, homing missiles uh, are two. Sorry, concussions were the ones that have three, um, and then the last one, of course, is barrage rockets. Everything else is two um, charges. So I think probably the one another one to be concerned about would be cluster missiles, and I say that as someone who's thinking about playing from a droid player's perspective. Those those calculates are going to dry up real quick right so you so you got to make sure your shot counts like cluster missiles behind a like saturation salvo uh behind a double modded cluster missile and then any other kind of mod on the second shot jonas um 
you are uh, like that's gonna burn down a droid swarm real quick because a they're gonna run out of mods b you might even roll them out of evade roll them out of evades into blanks in which case they just die i mean and you're talking about for 42 points on a gamma you're talking about you can run three of these things and still have an ace behind it yeah, maybe that's like, what they're worried about. Don't the front row of your of your droid swarm with saturation salvo, where all of your guys are rerolling their green dice. And by the way, this is consecutive, so I can see who I want to spend this second charge on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you go over the top, you fly past, you reload, come all the way back around, and you do it again. And they're probably not going to kill you because they have no bonds left. Because you, you you rolled them out of their evades into focuses or blanks. Well, remember, it's before, right? So you look at the green dice, you roll the blank, right? Because as and Salvo says, um, you have to pick two defense dice. So if your opponent yeah. rolls a blank and a focus, you, they get to re-roll both. So, no, no, you just don't, you just don't spend the charge. Uh, I guess that's true. I, I get yeah I suppose and I guess that's also what one of the reasons why I'm like okay is it really worth it I still kind of don't think it is um, considering what we have but you know to be honest with you and I was actually gonna say this about like cannons and stuff too we are one we are one turret cannon um, proton torpedo or sorry uh, torpedo or missile upgrade away from like breaking the game they have this fine line of like. They're kind of good, they're kind of not good, and then there's upgrades like Saturation Salvo that are kind of up in the air, but I really feel like there might be something down the line that would break the bank, and I think that's why these cards have such restrictions on them. Well, Saturation Salvo was never, like, on the line before this. Saturation Salvo was bad before this. Or it was as, it was as expensive as any of the generic missiles, right? It was six points or something like that? Same, it, yeah, you were well, it was it was the same cost as Outmaneuver before. It was yep. six points. Yep, yep. So it was it was just a bad card. It was never played. I don't think it's going to be played at four points, but I think the reason it's being kept there is that there are a lot of really powerful first-turn combos that you could just smash somebody's face with. Right, 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 right. Exactly. And, and Empire is one of those factions that has the ability to do that too, which is... They, they have the right combo of cards yes. to get cheap ships with an EPT and a reload. Right, right. Like I'm, I'm sure there's a scum faction that could do it, uh, or a scum ship that could do it. I'm not positive on that because reload is usually reserved for ships with that use bombs. But you know, we could definitely we'll we'll look at that later. Um, so, just one one final thing because we did go pretty deep down this rabbit hole. Yes, the other did. the other way to look at this is that it sort of gives you a little bit of. A, an insurance policy so that you don't feel like if you are launching your ordinance single modded that you are completely wasting your time. Yeah. Um, because you may not be modding your dice, so you might roll average with your attacks, for instance. Mm -hmm. You may single modded, you may end up with a three three point hit on your proton torpedo. But if you hate. can if you can take it away from on the defensive end um if they roll well then you know that's almost the same it's almost the same thing and it's in that respect it's sort of i guess reasonably costed um 
I do like it does give you some weird choices like they like they they rolled an evade and a blank and you did three damage or you did three damage and you need to you need three damage to get through to kill them. Do you, do, do you spend it? Yeah, I mean how 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 com- how big are your stones? Like are you re- are you ready to take your shot? Yeah. So anyway, I just think that's interesting. I think that uh, I'm I'm curious as to whether any listeners are using it or plan to use it. I mean, I, guys, like I said, at four points, I can almost start to justify putting it on B on Blade Squad B wings. Yeah, let us know. Um, but the other uh, the ne- the other thing is like I don't know why I would do that when I now have the marksmanship and stabilized death foils. Uh, combo available to me um the other thing probably we should talk about is they finally got wise and they added the dorsal turret to hyperspace thank god like the i would maybe call that one of the dumbest oversights in in the way they built hyperspace in the last update it almost makes you think it was unintentional like they just forgot it was i mean yeah but at the same time it was it was pretty obviously intentional because of the things that were running turrets at the time. Like, it was just Y-Wings. So you would think that they just wanted to keep BTLBs from bashing everything around them to death because you cannot kill them quickly. And they maybe they thought the dorsal was could too have also been on Could have also been 1.0 on fear. They had that issue with the, the four TLT Y-Wings where they could, they could burn you down fairly quickly as long as they, yeah, as long as they got around you. Yeah, but dorsal is yeah. not TLT. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Dorsal's like, not I, TLT. You know, you, we saw the trend before, and then we, and then it was removed from hyperspace. And oh, why was it removed? Well, that's. I mean, what else are we gonna say, right? They just decided not to put it in. I mean, that's fine. I just, you know, some. I feel like there's got to be something there, though. Regardless, I'm glad that it's because it it needed to be. But I again, I don't want to see it spammed in Y wings. Right, like I want to see. I don't know why. The veteran turret counter at twelve points means that if you yeah, spam, you're... you spam your your Y wings with dorsal turret, you're spending fourteen mm-hmm. points to throw an extra two die attack. So, so, or, I mean, or maybe three. Or maybe but there's three, the other yeah. thing too, right? I, Do you I think, no oh, now that. that veteran turret gunner is up, we're gonna put dorsal back into hyperspace? Is that like, right? Like the double edged? I don't know. Yeah, that's probably why they did it. That's I mean, probably, maybe, honestly, if somebody told me today they just right. forgot about dorsal turret, I would accept that and not not slightest. Yep. All right, so I think we've exhausted. Well, I, okay, I'm just going to ask, and then you guys tell me there's nothing there, and I'll move on. Is there any reason to care that they put targeting synchronizer in hyperspace? Nope. I didn't think so. All right, moving on. Um, we are going to start with Rebels because it's my show, goddammit, and that's how I operate. Um, the Wookiees came down again. Jeff, you have the spreadsheet. How many points did the Wookiees come down? Uh, so Wolf Warrow went from 56 to 54, uh, Lorik from 52 to 51, and the Kashyyyk Defender from 44 to 42. Um. Still not enough. Eh, Yeah. It's it's getting pretty close though. I mean, I I maybe on Wolf Waro it's getting close. 
I know I don't have any build where the Kashyyyk Defender is a big part of anything I'm doing. And Lorik, unfortunately, suffers from shitty uh, pilot special rule syndrome. So I, I just look at the Kashyyyk Defender and in my head because it's me. Uh, you guys know that I add an, a, a whole upgrade there. Um, but Kashyyyk Defender, 45 points for a three attack, 180 degree arc um, that carries a crew, that carries two crew. I mean, you can legitimately have four of these with four legitimate crew. Now, it, usually spamming glow in its ships like that is not super powerful, but nothing is going to get out of getting four attacks on it. You know, or at least, I mean, I mean, or at least three. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's just a tremendous amount of board coverage. Um, so I think they're getting awfully close. Um, I think we'll see people start to, I think we'll see people yeah, start they're surprisingly to play maneuverable as well the dial. Do. And I think that's a better dial than they had before in, in mm -hmm. second, in, in first edition. Um, but yeah, I definitely, uh, Wolf Warrow was pretty nasty to deal with. And I definitely feel like now dealing with the, the multiple Kashyyyk defenders with, with certain crew on them, um, could be pretty tough for ace like empire ace heavy lists um but we'll see right i think the other thing too is the change to the reinforce um ability also kind of it didn't kill them but you know they were tooted as being you know super tanky and i guess they are but again it's one of those things right without veteran turret gunner you know how right because obviously they can't take it but like their damage output was just not there which is surprising, right, with a 183 die arc. But, you know, you're throwing expensive crew on there, and of course with Lorik and Wolfwaro, you got to put, you know, expensive EPT upgrades on there as well. So is it is it really worth it, especially with a ship that can't actually turn around? I, I agree with everything Drew just said. Yeah, I, I mean, the, I think the difficulty is the reinforce is great. It's it's great. That's But... Unless you've got something else in there, you, then you've got an unmodded shot. So, yeah. exactly, exactly. The, the reinforce is just unlikely. Like it's, it's just like it's. Oh, this guy's going to get shot a lot. Um, let's reinforce him. The other guys are going to take their focuses. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, they they are very very boring ships. If you look at the stat line, if you look at the actions they can do, they're yep. extraordinarily boring. Next up, uh, Miranda went down. I believe she went down two points. Correct. Yeah, she went from forty two to forty. That's a good change. Miranda's getting close. Um, she is a. There is an upgrade that we're going to talk about later that I think probably makes Miranda play very playable and extended. But I am in the minority when it comes to that. So we'll definitely get into it. Uh, the the impossible has happened, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Corin Horn went down in points uh, from uh, from what sixty eight to sixty four. Sixty six to sixty four. Sixty six to sixty four. No, it's still not enough. Um, I think with a, in combination with a ship that pops up later, you might start to see him in, you know, borderline rebel aces lists. 
Uh, but I still think 64 is just too much for what is essentially a veteran tail gunner for the front arc. Not a, a less good veteran tail gunner for the front arc. I, I do think you're likely to see, especially as people start to play them and realize that uh, although they are very weird ships, E-Wings are fun to fly. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're going to start to see rogues and squadrons. Um, oh, yeah, because we're going to get them in a second. 51. Um, uh, Gavin went down, I think, one point. Yeah, Gavin went down one. Jesus Christ. Um, Gavin's um, paying nine points for a non-reroll di- uh, area dice mod ability. Yeah. I mean, Gavin is basically, you, you need, just ballparking, what do you need? Four shipmates, four squadmates right. with shots for Gavin to be worthwhile? I mean, well, I, the worst... I, I would argue that probably you need more than that. Because the other, who are the other bubble, uh, we'll argue that he's, I'm going to argue that he's essentially a bubble crit effect. Um, you're talking about the other bubble dice mods right. are what? Uh, Drea, Sinker, and Howlrunner, right? They all give rerolls, <laughs> which is significantly better than changing a hit to a crit. I mean, you could run... Uh, what is it? One, two, three, four. You could run six Z95s bandits and Gavin with eight points left over, and have Gavin and have Gavin go up the the flank and be like, "You can look at me to kill me," which they will, because like he's the I don't yeah he's too expensive for what he does. I I really think what you're looking at for Gavin is something like two X wings and two attack shuttles, right? Something like that. Um, it's. He's 56. He's a 56-point ship. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's rough. Crits are right. crits in second edition are just freaking unbelievably nasty. Um, and just you know, it, it is a four like like you said, you're not re-rolling the dice, but it is a it's a significant force modifier because each attacker that that benefits grows progressively more likely to land right. hits on crits on the target to, to land them, not to just roll them because obviously that's going to happen, but he's also but to land crits on the target. And that's just crits are just so nasty. And it, um, it, is, it is an extremely rebel ability in that it is entirely forward facing. Um, yeah. This is a joust ability. And the problem is, is like right now, you're really only talking... The only thing you would really talk about this being super effective on would be droids. No, it's... I th- I agree with Jeff. It's it's very strange because, you know, the Rebel faction is all about sharing tokens or synergizing together, and while Gavin does that, just that, that ability is almost like you're turning almost any attack into a... Um, I know it's not what the Proton Torpedoes do in 2.0, but like, yeah, getting those crits through can be extremely disgusting, and so I think Gavin, I will probably see a drop at some point, but I definitely don't think you'll see him going below like fifty six, as you said, Vince. He's just if he if he drops low enough, he'll always be in the list to make sure that I oh that one ship can push right that crit right. through, that will completely and crits are super bad in two point super nasty. I- 
I don't know if he's going to be that auto take at 56. Like, you got to remember, at 56 points, he's competing with Wedge and with Braylon. Right, but there's the thing is that if you put Wedge and Braylon next to him in a squad, obviously it's very expensive. But now it's like, do I kill the guy that's making them everyone else better, or do I try to take down the stuff that I that I know can can hurt me? Because Gavin um, can do it too. Isn't he friendly to himself? Yeah, so Gavin can do it yes. too. Yeah. Um, and that's what I worry about. If he goes low enough, that's what we'll see. You'll you won't see anything but him, right? Next up, uh, Rogues went down. We so we talked about this previously. Uh, I jokingly said that they were gonna, that they would never drop Knaves to forty eight. Um, they almost did. <laughs> Rogue squads went down three points to fifty one, and Knaves went down three points to forty nine. You are going to start seeing three Knaves and Jake Farrell. I just, um, I just have a, I maybe I I, I just think Rogues are. Man, that that PS4 is is not nothing. Nope. Uh, sorry, Annette Four. Jesus, we've been we've only been playing this game for two years now. Jeff, we have to accept there are certain things that you guys are incapable of changing, and play on. Like <laughs> I still notice that I'm talking about saying elite pilot talents for like the yeah, last no. year. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, it's just a lingo. You you can't change it. There's stuff. It's you can't once you're into it. It's a, it's a certain language. Continue. So um, I really, I'm really looking forward to playing rogues. And like I was saying earlier, I think that you're going to see people put them on the table just to see, and they're going to find out that they are bizarrely fun to play. And um, good. Yeah, they are. Um, and they have basically built in double mod, uh, granted only once, um, usually, but um, they are just, they're fun to play. They just, it's hard to explain. You have, you have real meaningful choices in your in your upgrades and in your maneuvers because they've got a one turn, but it's a red one turn. You know, mm-hmm. it's like um, it's. I'm just fooling around with something right now. I don't think it's going to work, but I was thinking Lando and two rogues with fire control and R three. Um, and I've got. With that, I've got ten points left. Now obviously you have to have Nian. Right? Yeah. Uh then five points left. I mean, you still can't go wrong with Predator uh on I fours. You're talking about double rerolls on a oh, maybe on the rogues, you mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, two two rerolls on each shot if they line up the bullseye, that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And remember, this is going to be one of those moments where we I try to put, you know, shine on a turd, but uh, a linked fo- focus into a barrel roll? What if I was? What if I told you that your linked barrel roll was actually giving you two re-rolls? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, doesn't that seem a lot more appetizing? God, I really wish I could get K2SO and Nian Nun in there, but... Yeah. <laughs> You have to give up something. Um, yeah. Informant, informant, maybe. I wouldn't run informant if I wouldn't run informant with two, uh, with two rogues. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I think rogues are fun. Uh, play them, people. Knaves, knaves do same thing. Just rogues have more. 
knaves can't take predator for instance and nope, nope. Uh, and rogues can so but you can take fire control systems and r3 which is almost the same thing but it's way more expensive right like i would say knaves are pretty married to being torpedo carriers right. oh, okay. i mean with their with their with their with their stat out right three three shields and and hull they well, can they can take a hit and dish a hit too. The, the well, long range scanners is what Vince's talking about, right? Yes, the the yes. special ability and their low init basically means that they are their job is married to being a a proto. They're too low to be a dogfighter. Right, right. A rogue squad with predator. Now that it's the same price as crack shot, you you're starting to get away from kind of the the downfall of the the only thing that really kills an E wing attack, which is rolling two blanks. Um, right and at that point like jeff remember we joked about we jokingly talked about if they could have adaptive optics now they can have two rerolls <laughs> like yeah it's yeah. you know you're you're and they're and it's two rerolls for what 50 58 points 50 58 points correct yeah with uh, rts yeah. a predator it, you're talking 58 points yeah and it's two rerolls on two different targets uh with the r3 astromax so mm-hmm um yeah it's i i really enjoy it i i as you guys know i played it with nora i'm looking forward to building um building another uh, seeing what i can what i can change to make that better what i really want by the way i've still been playing with this what if if i could put lando on lando (laughs) this 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 would be this would be a fantastic list millennium falcon title lando neon nun we'd be golden Jeff, wow. I think you and I know exactly what crew is going to start getting stapled to Lando in the future, though. Uh, do we? If you're talking about something new, I haven't spent a lot of time pouring over it. We're going to talk about the uh, the Wave 8 releases once we're done talking about the points. And uh, I'm just putting this out there right now, folks. If you if you use Lando, you are going to want to staple gun Hondo Onaka to him. Um, <laughs> moving on to the... Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, that's 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 a thing yeah that yep all right anyways sorry i know continue are are we on i mean the hawk is not the hawk's not a big change i think knocking a point off of kyle katarn is it's something um he is getting close to being playable with that engagement ability and i think kyle is another one of the of, of the hawks that doesn't need the the i'm just gonna say it the wasted 19 points um yeah, I like I I would really start considering Kyle instead of AP five at this point. So when you say the wasted points, you're talking about Moldy Crow. Yeah, but I mean, you're um, you only have a was it a, a one attack die, right? No, it's a two. It's two. It's a two. But but yeah, I mean, I I just there's a reason Moldy Crow is eighteen points and the. Kyle Katarn's ability is firing arc specific, so Moldy Crow still helps. Right. It, it helps. Doubly like, so. You're, Doubly so. You get more. Third. You get more attack out of it, and you get to soak focus tokens, save them up for the next turn. But in the past, we've only seen Kyle being paired with ships that like, like with Dash, that want to get out of there. Right. They can't sit there and dogfight. Um, and when they can, that's, I don't know. <laughs> guys i i i cannot say this enough 
The people who are married to the Moldy Crow title are not married to it for its ability for the expansion of the turret arc abilities. Uh, they're buying it for the three points. No, they're the they're doing it for both, dude. You are you're just yeah. You are wrong. Yeah, it's Torkel. Torkel is too freaking good when you double his effective yep. area. Yep. He's got that he can. He's got attack and def He's got attacking and defensive mods. Um, on top of Torkel may be the exception. I may surrender Torkel as the exception. Now, there is no way people are paying 18 points for one extra attack die in the front arc. Well, no, it, you're also paying, you're getting the you're paying for the the focus storage as well. But I don't think many people are. You're not putting it on Jan to get the to double her available range. You're doing it so that she's not dead weight behind two other I five or I six. But here's the interesting thing, and there's something we haven't talked about yet, and I. If you want to talk about it at the end when we're done going through everything, Torkel Mux is quite an interesting thing because he is scaled down as far as initiative goes. So how could you well, scale? How could you scale the Moldy Crow to him? Drew, let let's save Scum for when we sure. talk about Scum. Sure. Okay. Uh, so you guys are, are gnostic on the Kyle Katarn change. I think you're going to start seeing more. Um, especially behind a especially behind a perceptive co-pilot for forty-one points, that doesn't keep you away from running your stock warship rebels. Kyle still has a mod for defense, and he can still pass the mod for his offense. I'll leave it at that. Um, the Falcons all went down again. Uh, yeah. Han dropped from eighty to seventy-nine. Lando from seventy-nine to seventy-eight. Leia dropped two points, which I did not expect. And Chewie did Chewie drop four? I think. Uh, Chewie just dropped one. Oh, he must, is there, there may be another build of him where he's 74. Um, Chewie dropped 70 points. I can tell you the Leia drop is odd because she was already good at 79. <laughs> um, Lando, the one point drop. Okay. There's, there's nothing bad about that. Uh, I don't think they change a whole lot other than give you a little breathing room in your builds. Well, right? just, Is that just keep in mind that they they are combining this one point change with a three point drop in veteran turret gunner, for instance. Right. Veteran turret on the Falcon is kind of weird, though, because it means you're only shooting across from yourself. Right, and that's the that's why they made it cheap because otherwise people don't dive into the middle of enemy ships. Yeah, I just mean that there's always whenever we talk about VTG, we also do have to talk about the fact we're going to get this pretty soon. The dorsal turret on larges, especially the ghost, like that's you they they that's the biggest change in hyperspace, I think. And we'll get we'll we'll jump into it in a second. Um, but no strong opinions really, right? About the two points and the one point drop. Yeah, no, no, not really. The Sheathapede, ladies and gentlemen, we have crossed the Rubicon, is now legal for hyperspace. Uh, Zeb, who, by the way, is a great deal at 33 points. Very underrated ship. And then Ezra at 40. Those are both now hyperspace legal. Um, I'm going to start putting Zeb. There are a lot of hyperspace lists that are going to love Zeb Aurelios in the Sheathapede. Yeah, just, uh, just the coordinate right. ability alone. And the and the rebel crew carrier that's not the Falcon, right? And he uh, on a ship with only one shield, he his ability to cancel crits before hits actually becomes significant. Yep. 
down to the tile end, which frankly we could skip because nobody uses it. Uh, Ezra I dropped think it. You might, I think you might start seeing some Sabines, just so you know. I could I could see that. I could very much see that. Sabine at 27 points is, is going 20, to be a pretty 27 good or 28, deal. yeah. 27 or 28? Uh, a spreadsheet has her at twenty-seven, oh, down down two points. Yeah, she's twenty-eight on the uh, official rebel thing. Twenty-eight on the one from FFG. Interesting. Okay, well, um, I can't remember who does the spreadsheet that we're so gratefully using, but uh, she's listed as twenty-seven there. So maybe was, not. This is hilarious, but apparently, while we were recording, somebody mentioned that there was a, a sneaky points update. Literally, as we're recording this, FFG Wait, did they really? modified all the pages. Oh, uh, there you go. So she's. This I, is I'm probably looking, accurate. I'm looking at something in the fly better in fly better that I'm not posting in. I'm not. I still haven't broken that. Um, for those who heard that at that episode. But yeah, uh, it looks like there was a sneaky points update while we well, were they literally. Had to because they, they had a typo with uh, what? Snapshot, uh, wasn't it? Shield upgrade, and they that a. They inadvertently changed snapshot, so they had to do it. Just funny that they did it at like nine thirty on a Friday. Hmm. Um. Wow. I wonder which one's correct. We don't know, people. We don't know if Sabine caused twenty-seven or twenty-eight. Sorry. Just check back quickly. Um, it's still a good deal, even at twenty-eight. Like I remember building maybe- rebel lists. Um, when this for you know when we first got everything, and and I was like, wow, she's got a great ability, and I was like, oh, but she was like thirty-ish something points, and I was like, that's just not, she's just too much. Yeah, that that barrel roll or boost before you activate is just really really strong, especially on a Tie Fighter chassis. And she's a really good intimidate caddy. Yeah. Yep. Scrolling on down to the first of two, I would say monumental changes to the hyperspace meta that we will not be able to figure out until late, until much later. Kanan, Hera, and my sleeper pick for one of the most underrated ships in X-Wing, Alexander Callus are now all hyperspace legal. Number one, oh my god, Hera is hyperspace legal. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Number two, the Ghost is hyperspace legal. Like, Rebels are now the large ship faction for hyperspace unequivocally with Lando and Hera and Leia. I, yeah. I would, uh, yep, yep, yep. Callus's pilot ability is amazing. It's stupidly underrated. There are people who do not understand how good that is with a reinforced action on the ship at I four. That they is, do a, not understand how good it is. I just, it, it, this, am I right, Jeff? It's literally just people not understanding math. Yeah. They're, they're, they're they don't if they don't understand why getting to roll a defense die at all on a zero agility ship on almost every shot you take if they don't understand that then then i don't know what to say that's that's an amazing over the course because the the um it has 14 hit points right over the course of a game his pilot ability is probably worth 3 or 4 hit points that's unmodified. His pilot yep. ability is probably worth three or four hit points. And the other thing that the uh, the other Achilles heel of a large is uh, crits. 
you combine Callus's ability with a selfless caddy. Like, how much damage are you talking about pulling off a large who's also not losing damn who's not losing any kind of abilities from critical hits? Yeah, that's good. Um, like, I think Callus is going to shake up the hyperspace meta in a the very ghost, serious way. The ghost Even in general will. It's it's an amazing ship. I I like the ghost a lot. Well, the thing even, about it is that he's only one point more than the Lowfall yep. Rebel. Which, uh... Yeah. That's I mean, insane. Yeah. That's, wow, that's amazing. Uh, I, hate everyone's, I, I hate it, but, you know... <laughs> everyone's favorite uh, Han Solo knockoff or superior version, depending on which way you lean. Dash Rendar dropped down to 85 fucking points. Yeah. Jeff, how many is that on your spreadsheet? Like nine? Minus six. Uh, six. Six and a half percent approximately. Um, yeah. So just by virtue of being dash and avoiding, uh, ignoring obstacles when you move, probably. And now with Outrider, he is under 100. Under 100 points. He's 99 points. But I think the big... Um, I think the Wild Space Frontier at 72 points is a, a steal. You're talking um, Perceptive Copilot, four attack die ship for 80 points, 10, 10 hull. Um, I, I think that is a, that's a Great. really good, good deal. To the a extent large. that any larges are good deals, but, you know. I mean, it's a large ship with two evades. Yep, yep. Or with two agility. And one that doesn't care about ob ob uh, obstructions while you do care about obstruction. I mean, it, right. Correct. Yep. Um, so it's, you know, you're talking about a four evade ship at range three through a rock, who, by the way, when he shoots you back, you don't get obstruction. Yep. Um, I'm going to play with it, see what I can do. I, I do feel like we're moving into the vicinity where veteran, veteran turret gunner you need to look at that as well. So now you're talking about 87 points. So I don't know, but um, I think 72 points for that ship is, uh, is getting into the play. Yeah. It's, sure. I mean, it's initiative one, right? So it's a super good blocker. And if you fly right past it and it's looking at you, Oh my God, the four tactiles is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. I think it's initiative uh, two. I think I could be wrong, but uh, well, so what is Yasib? Why is Yasib lying to me then? It says it's initiative one. Uh, you you could be right. I honestly mm. haven't looked at it in a while, so it is. Yeah, no worries, no worries. It. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it really is. It's a it's a fantastic blocker, and unlike one E, for those of you who remember the donut in one E the wild space friender still gets a three die attack in the donut. So it isn't completely neutered. If you get in that donut, I think honestly that memory is what's kept a lot of people from even playing with it at all. With the brief exception of that double barrel dash build that we saw for a little while. That was so ridiculous. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the phantom deleter, the tie phantom <laughs> delete device. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the last thing we'll talk about in Rebels, because uh, we are running up. Uh, we, I didn't want to spend two hours on this episode, but too fucking bad. I never get what I want. Chopper, Zeb, 
and Kanan are now all legal in hyperspace for Rebels. So that's the Rebels' first crew with a force is now legal. Wait, Chopper's not. According to this, he is. Well, some this this is another typo. Chopper says no, no, not in hyperspace. I have Kanan, Hera, and and Callus. Yeah, uh, Vincent, the one that you sent us is Chopper and Lothal Rebel are not hyperspace legal. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I say crew cards. Oh, crew oh, cards. God, gotcha. you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> I said crew cards. The pandemic has taken so much from us, <laughs> including our ability to understand each other. Um. Yeah, Chopper crew, Zeb crew, and now Kanan crew are now all legal for hyperspace. All right. Um, so I don't... the Hera build is now online. Right. The Hera ghost is now online. I'm okay with it. Yeah, me too. She, yeah, she didn't change. So for 76 points, you're getting... Because Saw is not... Uh, the important thing is that Saw is not hyperspace legal. Yes. But I mean, uh, still, Jake is. So in terms of, of overall effective damage... You're not missing a whole lot if you put Hera in it. You're not missing a whole lot in that build. Right, right. I mean, there's not a... I'm just saying, guys, that's that's one of the... I mean, the that's the Ray, that's the Rebel's Ray equivalent, basically, is Hera. Oh my god, Bizan, what the... Um... Wow. That's right, baby. Drew sees it. Ten points. So... Only one not to, I'm the only one surprised. I'm the only one surprised that they put Kanan in hyperspace for rebels because now Leia can have two force and you can I, I mean Biston is better than veteran right because you can attack out of the same arc yes I right. mean you have, you have, have to pay more to do I it yes no you don't you just you do not have to have perceptive you just have to still be focused after your first shot and <laughs> I mean, Go ahead, you don't have to have perceptive, but if you want to be able to consistently get both shots, you need to have perceptive. No, you just need any other single mod. I mean, but no one, but and there are ways to get it in rebels. But yeah, that was the, that was my thing too. Was you want to make sure that your shots are double modded if you can, especially on a large base ship, and if you're not taking VTG right, you're taking Biztan instead to get that secondary shot. You want to make sure you're going to punch something through. As opposed to, you know, spread out the damage, right? I mean, it depends on if you're shooting it high in it or at low in it. Uh, I think Bastan on Leia is probably something people should start looking at now. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, mean, I yeah. like it on Han just because you you got two chances to Han reroll. Yep. Um, right. Yeah. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, I like that. I, I think that's huge. Um, luckily, there's nothing in Rebel. Luckily for everyone else, there's nothing in Rebels with two gunner slots, or uh, that would this would be the end of days. <laughs> Expensive, but the end of days. Oh, yes. dude! If you could combine Bistan and Hotshot Gunner on Han, are you kidding me? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Hello there. <laughs> um, all right. So I thought you guys would be more excited about Zeb and Chopper being available for Rebels, but I guess it's just no. I, I mean, I like Zeb. The thing about Zeb is um, he's 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 perfectly priced. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's just that I always try to figure out a way where I get an advantage from Zeb and my opponent doesn't, and and I never it never quite works out that way for me. It's because um, I don't think it's 
I don't think that's what it's there for. I've always assumed that Zeb is for a way is a, is a insurance policy for a rebel large base that gets bumped to still be able to push damage through. Because a Falcon doesn't beat you by maneuvering. A Falcon beats you by having 13 to 15 health and the ability to always do damage. Well, the thing is that if Zeb bumps you in the front, then, or if a ship bumps you in the front and you've, your bow ties out to the sides, they're attacking you and you're not attacking. That's tr- uh, 100% correct. Yeah, I just, it's it never seems to work out so that I'm getting more out of Zeb than my opponents are. It's like with Greedo, with Greedo, you could always work it so that you turned off Greedo if you built right. You turned off Greedo before your opponent could benefit from Greedo, right? You had to you had to work it. You had to do it right, but you could do it. With Zeb, it's very difficult to to make it so that Zeb benefits you and doesn't benefit your opponent. Well, I think it's um, not so. supposed to, which is why it's one point. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I said, I don't think that he's badly costed, but, you know, it's just... It's one point and a crew slot, and crew slots are pretty nice. So, especially in rebels. Yeah. So, uh, and chopper, I just hate damaging myself. So I just, I, I never look at chopper. Oh, by the way, the 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 one point for the the one place Zeb shines. Anybody obviously have Tauber. Um, if, if you only could, hyperspace legal. What? If only Hef was hyperspace legal. Right, but to the extent that you're going to look for a ship that Zeb would love to be on, it's F Tauber. So, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Next up, folks, let's move to the Imperials. They saw a lot more changes on a lot of things that didn't need to be changed. I'll just put it that way. Um, I don't think Vendor needed to go down. Eh, is it? Did it hurt that he did? Makes sense. No, I don't think it's going to break anything. Yeah, I just I think that they're at this point they're ratcheting things until things get played is what we're seeing. Yeah, it's just that he, that you know now it's that that arsenal combo with FCS is now only forty eight points. Yeah, and in right, Empire right. those those little single points start to matter when you start picking your third ship after you know either Vader or Inquisitor or Vader Whisper. Lieutenant Karsabi changed. I don't think that's going to matter a whole lot. Um, Rose squads went down, and there are crazy people out there who will run cannon uh, row squads. It's and fun. We salute, you. we salute you, gentlemen, you all who do that. Uh, you're real men of genius, as the Bud Light ads used to say. If you Honestly, if you can get three row squadrons with ion cannons, get them in sync, um, you can really, really mess up some people unexpectedly. Like mm-hmm. they're they're like uh, I cannot get away from this net of rose squadrons that is ushering me gently off the edge of the board. There's, yep. there's nothing I can do about it. Been there, Un- unhappily been there. Let's see, next up, uh, Jendon went up. I'm trying to find the older. I- I'm jumping back to try to find the previous Imperial points. It looks like they pulled him. Unfortunately, it looks like they pulled him. He went up by one. Just one? Yeah. 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 Not enough for the change. Just it's it's another here's what I would describe that as. I would say that's another needle into three ship imperial lists. Just like little they're they're trying to poke him. 
until well, people... Well, also, if you look at the next category of ship, yeah. it's a combination with those ships. Yep. Right. The one Which point jump is is very strange, previously? but I, I, I mean, I like that it's more expensive because he's really good. Yeah. 35. Went up a point. Yeah. Yeah, oh, never mind. I thought we were talking about the Grand Inquisitor. Wow. That's that's just Inquisitor, not Grand Inquisitor. He didn't change. A, For no yep. fuck. Yep, with concussion. Oh, yeah. Uh, Inquisitors were played, if you remember, they were played like three. You with, have to drop the sensors on the, uh, on the Inquisitors. So now that list is, not is four points more expensive. Or drop your, or drop your payload, right? Exactly like the payload goes down, you don't run cluster. Or sorry, um, yeah. the other one, yeah. Oh, the fire control? Concussion. Yeah. Um, I do like, by the way, and I never thought I would say this out loud. I like that they put fifth brother and seventh sister in hyperspace. Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, I think they're reasonable ships. I think that they're they've got room to be good. Um, so yeah. Uh, I and they fixed the thing we've been bitching about for many many months. The, <laughs> the Baron of the Empire. Yeah, the the three point gap between the Inquisitor and Baron of the Empire, where the Inquisitor had force and Baron of the Empire didn't, so it's now an eight point gap. Eight point gap. So, yeah, um, that's good to see. It's uh, it seems to be a recognition that force they're they're starting to recognize just how powerful force is. Maybe. So let's let's do the math on this. The Baron of the Empire is twenty eight points. For two more, you get passive sensors, and for six more after that, you get concussion missiles. Well, if you really want to get pissed off, Vince, compare the Baron of the Empire with the RZ-1A wing. No, no, we're not doing it. <laughs> wow. We're not, uh, we're not, we're not ruin, you're, you're not making me not happy about a points change, okay? <laughs> it's uh, the Baron of the Empire. Yeah. <laughs> Moving yeah. on to Moving on to Lieutenant Kestel and Double Edge. Um, I'm, you're still not going to see tie aggressors. <laughs> I hate to say it, man. I you, mean, you, dude, they're getting there. Have you ever looked at Double Edge's ability? Double Edge is, uh, yes. Double Edge's ability. I have been bopped by Double Edge one time. Because um, I, I didn't look at his ability before a game started. And right. then I paid for it very, very heavily. Now, have you ever looked at Kestel's ability? Uh, Again, I got bopped by it once, and I haven't looked at it since. So Kestel's ability is you pay a focus token, I believe, and and you wipe out their green dice that show eyeballs and blanks. You wipe them out. They're gone. Yep. That's a really strong ability. Yes, it is. Unfortunately... Um, it's on a five health, two evade die, not very fast chassis. I think that they're, they're, but it's cheap, man. I think that even when you throw in the ion cannon Kestel at 35, I mean, give them, give double edge and ion cannon and the barrage rockets. And you're talking about 41 points. I like, actually, I like him a lot against Boba Fett. I, I think that we're going to see them, uh, not in hyperspace, because they're not hyperspace legal. Um, 
I think this is a great ship for hyperspace, by the way. I why it's not hyperspace legal, I'm not really sure, but next up, uh Redline and uh, Redline went down, Death Rain went down, and the Cutlass Squad went down. Dude, All one point. five points is so cheap. That's that's dangerous. Uh, it's just God, it's hard to get your. I mean, they can they can literally die before they shoot. Yeah, but it's tough. It's nine right. health with even that one evade die. It's hard to kill one of these things. I mean, if you if you have decent luck with your twelve attack dice, you can end a cutlass before it shoots. So you could, if you have extraordinary luck and you get twelve hits, right, modified or whatever. The Cutlass is dead, no question. Yeah. I just, it, it's, I, I love, I actually love Punishers, but it's, uh, Cutlass is just so hard to get the use out of because it's not just 35 points, remember? You've got to load that thing up. It is, it is a barrage rocket caddy, if almost nothing else. Yeah. Redline at 51, I mean, I, with plasma torpedoes being cheap, going down a point, I think probably there might be something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, if you could probably make a pretty decent all Imperial Fives list with uh, Redline, the Grand Inquisitor, and what, like Merrick, probably as, as your third would not be bad following a Redline plasma torpedo. I think you could do Redline, Grand Inquisitor, and Vader if you want. Yeah, because we need to go back to we. What we really need, Jeff, is another squad of legends. I'm just saying what you can't do. I just well, no, yeah, that it's it's gonna it's Jeff uh, Vince. Sorry, I don't mean to jump in here, Jeff, with you, but I, no, Jeff, you're completely right. I That's know, literally what's going to happen. Is this is what 64 with a Protorp. Uh, he's I five, so he is going to pay heavy for plat for for perceptive. Um, if but you don't really need it. You're an I five with a boost that you take a free lock afterwards. I, you know, you're probably looking at like a 68, 70 point ship, depending on your build on it. For redline, I get ready yeah. for him and extended. I just redline and proton. Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, hey, but I'm right there with you. <laughs> you got your own double mod, right? Yeah, pretty much. That's nasty. I, I don't want to see Redline anymore. I just, no. Uh, I, right. Well, I mean, we're we're talking about, you know, first of all, we added Protorps. Um, there's a different, you could also take Plasma because he is I-5. And, you know, if you're not going. Um, I like Plasma Torps with Merrick Steel. I really do. Yeah. So you can run Vader with passive and afterburners, Redline and Proton and Grand Inquisitor and have five points left. There yeah. you go. FCS and hey. I mean, you could if you want the full 200 point bid, but I mean, or not 200 points. Well, you can have FCS and passive sensors, so. Uh, who's up next? My Defender went down on all three of the named ones. Um, okay. I mean, yeah, they're, they're just too expensive. Yeah, like 
Rexler's really good. Like, okay, let's make sure we say this out loud so people don't misunderstand us. We know they're good. No one is confused that the tie defender in a single in a one-on-one dogfight is very close to unbeatable, even by uh, things with higher initiative. But Jesus Christ, you're talking about a hundred point ship. You're still talking about a hundred point ship at this point. I, I can tell you, you know, that they're in a weird spot because I've been playing two Delta squads with something else lately. You are and, an evil person. And, and it's strong. Um, it they can't, they can't take Deltas much lower than they, they can't take Deltas any lower than they are because three is too many in a list. It really is. So they, they're in a weird spot where they've either got a single or double dot uh, um, defenders so that Deltas can come down. The the name defenders are just too expensive compared to Deltas right now. Right. And I think that's it's one of the weird things that's actually quite fluffy in that there isn't and I know at some point in the, you know, extended universe future there was a lot of tie defenders going around, but historically they've always been this like, yes, this is the pinnacle, right? There's only there's only a few of, I, I don't know, maybe not making, making sure you can't take two on a list. Moving on to uh the tie interceptor. They finally did what I think they should have done. Actually, didn't I call this when we talked about what should happen in hyperspace? The tie interceptor is now hyperspace legal. Didn't I say this exactly? Except for Sinterfell. I mean, it's been hyperspace legal before. The no, uh, not according to this, it hasn't. Never before. I think it was hyperspace legal a couple of iterations ago, and then it was pulled when they curated it more harshly, um, either last time or the time before. I don't think they were. Just yeah, you know. they were because they weren't re-released. Really. Wasn't that the, the deal was that if you were in a new release or a re-release, they put you in hyperspace? Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm almost positive we thought that, that at they some were. point Interceptors were hyperspace legal. We, I can't that, this, this just shows you how long 2020 has been. Um, no, no, it was longer ago than that. It was when... No, I know. I know. I'm joking, Jeff. It, it was so back when we were still playing at Endgame, and they were like, um, uh, we need stuff to put... It was when they put, like... B-Wings in hyperspace for a little while. Um, B-Wings uh, have never left hyperspace. Yeah, and Interceptors did. I, I can't, I'm almost positive they were. Okay, because the, well, the one thing that I... The, the one question was, you know, are you going to see Alphas being taken or Sabres being taken, taken Sabre over the Striker? We're going to see Sabres. Um, which also... Right, but there's the thing too is that didn't all of the um, strikers will go down? Uh, the planetary sentinel did not, but the black squadron did as well, um, as all the rest except for Duchess. You're gonna we see taken by people who have faith in their green dice over a striker. I would, I would take a right. Sa- I would this take a saber true. over, uh, over a black squad every time. I just mm, not even okay. that's not even a question for me. Oh, and then the. I would argue this is probably the biggest change for Imperials overall is that Whisper went up to 60 points. Three-point jump. Wow. So for those counting at home, if Ollie's bid, if the Old Worlds list had a one-point bid, that list is no longer legal on its face. I think the Worlds list is now 209 points. Yeah, I just built it. 209? Yeah, I built it just to see it. If you could do it and you can't put any upgrades on Vader. Um, 
and Whisper gets all her toys, and the Inquisitor shows up because he's cool, like that. I but mean, yeah, you, you Stock get... Vader is not nearly as good as a passive sensors Vader. That is also correct. Um, but you also have no afterburners either, right? So. Uh huh. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, I like. I would argue that's the biggest. Well, all right. I'm not happy that they changed Whisper instead of the Grand Inquisitor or Vader. Um, although they did by uh, indirectly tax Vader with the passive sensors nerf, but still, like, why did Whisper go up and she, not the other two? I mean, again, it could be that 1.0 fear. She was the terror in the night um, in 1.0, and uh, giving her force and giving her the ability to lock something um, that. Uh, uh, giving her something that allows her to lock or or take a, a token, right? Like the whole thing with 1.0 Whisper was she had Callus, so she could turn a focus into a hit or focus into an evade on any ship, right? So she had she automatically had something against something that uh, a higher initiative ship than her, right? And yeah. passive sensors does just that, right? Wedge gets out of her arc because he barrel rolls or another Whisper or another Vader. Oh, you can take the uh, you know if your surge is inactive, you can perform that calculate and you'd have that extra token to keep yourself around on top of the yeah. evade token right like i it, it's weird because i i was thinking the same thing like why did the inquisitor not go up and whisper went up i think if you if you held a gun to my head with fifth brother and passive sensors whisper or the grand inquisitor i would have said whisper she had to take a, a points increase at some point well i mean between fifth brother going up another point to 12 which also by the way hurts duchess which we're going to get to um I think you've whacked basically Fat Whisper out of the game. She's seventy six points. I, I think she's still around. It's just no, she... no, no. I mean, I, I mean, like the big Whisper builds, like the two ship Whisper builds. Oh, where I you see. caught where people were slapping the stealth device and the shield upgrade and Juke. I mean, like you're talking about you're paying what an extra four, five, five points on top of that now six. She's a better version of the Defender. <laughs> I don't know with with Duke, Fifth Brother, Passive Sensors, and Stealth Device. Like, are, are you not better off going with probably a different? Like, are you almost not better off going with a Defender over Whisper at that point? I, I honestly think that it could be as simple as FFG is just sick of seeing Whisper. Yeah, that also that too. They're, they're not, not just sick of seeing Vader because it's Vader. They're not sick of seeing the Grand Inquisitor for whatever reason, but they're sick because he hasn't been around as long. They're sick of seeing Whisper. I I think it could be that simple. I if, listen. They probably have they have no one but themselves to blame. That's a that's a great ability, and they put it on an I five ship that can't be predicted on where it's going to be most of the time. Like you did the uh, Drew meme me. You have done this yourself. Uh, yeah, it's true. And I mean, it's one of those things where it was, you know, I was looking at it and I love the change to the ability on the Phantom, being able to, you know, spend the thing. Like cloaking has nothing to do with being in combat um, unless you're already cloaked, in which case you're not shooting. Um, but yeah, a, a lot of, uh, some of these ships, man, when I, when, when 2.0 first came out and I was like, all right, what great abilities are on these, you know, all these old pilots that we love. Did they fix this? Did they fix that? And some of them, man, like the wedge is one of them too. Where you're looking at it and you're like, wow, is that, did they, they just ported it over. Is that a good thing or not? Right. And I feel like whisper as, as Jeff could probably attest to, she's still super good 
and yeah. and with the, with the yeah. abilities that they've given her, even though you know she lost the crew slot and gained the gunner slot, she's still wow. Oh, she's no, still super. I think that I I think they missed a real opportunity going to second edition that. Uh, if they could think about it now, they would probably wish they had taken, which is to flip the pilot skills of yep. Echo and Whisper. Yep. Uh, I I don't think Whisper is the problem that she is with her pilot ability. Um, if she's she's not quite the same problem as she's Initiative Four. Um, Echo, on the other hand, is a little bit better at Initiative 5, but still not overpowered because Echo's not token stacked. On top of the initiative, yep. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I I think that they missed missed a little bit of an opportunity there just to flip those two. Um, It would have freaked people out, don't get me wrong, because people are so used to Whisper being uh, slightly better than Echo, but... But it was it would have been a good change, and it would have brought both of them into a nice place in the power. A new way to play power yep. levels. Yep. Last but not least, like we said, they slapped fifth brother with another tax of a single point. Um, I think twelve is. I think people were pretty happy with twelve being the agreed upon price point for that. Uh, I don't have. I, I don't think he should go any higher. I'll put it that way. The, fir- the first time I saw his points change, I thought that he was 12. And when I looked at he was, what, like 9 or 11 or something like that? I was he like, wow. He started at 9. Yeah, he started at 9. I was like, what the? <laughs> so, what the are, I'm just saying, what the actual fuck? Are you guys familiar with Seven Sister crew pilot ability? Oh, Rick has beat ability? me many a time with her. So, she's I 9 know. points, and if you get a stress... In, within range one of the ship she's on, she can take away your stress and give you either a tractor or a jam. Um, and she's only nine points. Is is the ability to turn a... Basically, all you're gaining from fifth brother um, over seventh sister is the ability to turn a hit to a crit, which in with marksmanship is worth one point with gavin it's worth eight or whatever but you have to have lots of ships but you have to have lots of ships to do it with fifth brother they're saying that it's worth more than three points i think fifth brother is paying for the chassis that he's most applicable to Hmm. i i I can't justify changing his points on any other way. Um, he is paying for the ability to go on a lot of things that either already have a force or who benefit greatly by having one. This is I, I don't want to bring this conversation back up because that turned into a dogfight. But this is kind of what I was talking about where I was saying they might have to start pointing things by the best possible combination of cards. Fifth Brother might be the te- might be the one that we're seeing pay for that right now. But my question is more toward a, a, a relative cost. Like I'm not, I'm not so much sure that twelve points isn't is wrong for fifth brother. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just took a list in the Jank Tank link that that has him, and I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but is he, is his ability to instead of changing a focus to a hit, change it a focus to a crit, 
is that worth more is that worth more than three points more than seven sisters ability to turn a focus to a hit but also in this one instance uh, of special thing where somebody's Kylo tries to get a range one shot on you, so he boosts and focuses and takes a stress. And now you get to tractor Kylo. Right? It, it yeah. just seems like the it seems like the costing there just seems a little like they're too far apart to me. I I love this kind of, I, I love this ability when it's on Thanison over in First Order. And I love it on Seven Sister, and I don't know why more people don't play it. I think it's kind of what you guys mentioned earlier, that crits are just so brutal. That's definitely true. Um, that, that is definitely true. Uh, yeah. It's just that the pricing just doesn't seem to be in line with crits being brutal on marksmanship and doesn't seem to be in line with crits being brutal on Gavin. And, you know, I mean, more so. Well, marksmanship's a very uh, marksmanship you can justify being one point because it's bullseye only and you can't turn from a focus to a hit like you're only mo you're modifying your own damage you're not that's modifying true. That's, damage. that's a good point you're, you're modifying your hit only it's not a focus yeah. yeah that's a good point um and it can't be used for defense and so forth yep um but yeah i, I i'm looking for because now i have i have both of the fifth brother and seven sister on a ship and i'm looking forward to seeing how often i use uh seven sisters ability mm-hmm do we want to move on to scum? Um, I mean, if we think we can cover it in 15 minutes, I'm game. Would you give me 20, Jeff? Would you do five extra for me? Five extra minutes. You have to, you have right. to pull on my ear though. I have to what? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, okay. Go ahead. I'll give you 20 All minutes. Right. Uh, we're going to start with uh, the aggressors. Um, you are, they dropped. What is this? Mostly one and two point mods. One all the way down the line. One all the way down the line. Needed Not it. Not needed it, but I don't think it's going to change a whole lot. I mean, if for the uh, for the diehard uh, IG players out there, you get a couple more. You get you get one or two more upgrades, right? Well, you're, not, you're not paying as much for the titles that you need for your for your robots list to work. Yeah. Um. I still. I, it, maybe it makes them a little bit more competitive, but not all. But not there yet. Uh, the customized YT 1300 came down. Wow. Um, a lot. Scum <laughs> a, lot. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Um, they also gave Scum another I6. Um, Han Solo and Leet are now both hyperspace legal. Uh, Han at 48 is... That's not a bad ship. I just... That's... You're starting to, that's starting to be in the realm of, yes, it's only two dice, but you know what? It's an I six for 48 points. Like that's cheaper than, okay. To put this in perspective, folks, Han in a Falcon for scum is now cheaper than fucking Fen Rao in a sheath of beat. That's true. Like that's dumb. That's stupid cheap. Like Lando, which is the kind of the prescribed choice for Scum Falcons, is forty two. Yeah, um, and well, I mean, Han, Lando, I don't, I don't. Is Lando really the the choice for Scum? Because Han Solo's ability is so much better. 
I get yelled at for not running Lando every time I run Han in a Scum Falcon. I just, Han Solo's ability is so much better. It's, I mean, Han Solo at range two, if obstructed, is rolling three defense dice. What the hell? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I mean, 48 points, it starts to get, that's interesting. Um, for some reason, I thought the rotate was red on them, but I guess that's not. because the scavenged is red. Okay, the gotcha. resistance falcon. It's it can get really confusing talking about three different kinds of falcons very it does. quickly. Yeah, it does. It's one of the reasons why I've been staying out of the conversation because I saw them in the beginning when like two points first came out, and there was me. one. You got to just risk being wrong, buddy. No, it's fine. It's fine. I just I don't. I I've never thought that they were particularly strong, and then. There were a couple of lists with Han and Lando that did well, right? And now I'm like, okay, well, I, do I have to watch out for these now? Maybe. Gah, right? Like, I I would start looking out for for a 48 point Han Han Solo Falcons. That's would we, so cheap? Would we be shocked if we found out that Han Solo has come down? I don't know. Since the beginning, has come down 17 points or so. I believe that. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm honestly just guessing, but I, I think that that might be pretty close to something accurate. He was 17 just, points from the beginning. That is, that is a bad estimate to start with. Well, look, we know how bad some of their estimates were. Like, remember how far down the decimators have come? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just FFG had no idea what they were doing with some of these point costs. And Charging sixty plus for a two die large, get the fuck like it makes me think. No. It makes me think that they yeah. had to have something back then, right? Like they, they, they clearly there was something that we weren't seeing or something that changed, right? Between now and then, it's the only it's the only explanation, right? Other than no, I, I'm this is one of the few times where I am going to assume just pure incompetence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it happened. Boba Fett went up, and so did Slave One. Thank God, the tyranny might finally be at an end. I I think they should have split the cost better than they did. I think what, uh, I think they I think they underestimate how much of Boba Fett's power comes from Boba Fett, and they overestimate how much it comes from Slave One. It's what one point on Fett and four one on the. And it's not enough. Exactly. It's not enough to change exactly. any of those lists either. Like your fourteen point bid goes to like an eight point bid now, right? Like, or whatever. And that's if you take slave one. I used slave one when I was flying Fet Finn. I used slave one maybe twice in three games. Every yep, three yep, games. Me too. Um, it is, is auto take. I, I would argue, Jeff, that you may be the exception to that rule, and that for the vast majority of players, slave one was an auto include. I considered it an auto include at one point for sure. Yeah. I just don't it. I don't know. I, I just think that they underestimate Boba Fett getting multiple rerolls when he's in a scrum. How powerful that is. That is so powerful. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, if when you put Maul on him, he's sitting on basically an, uh, you, he's sitting on one plus mods. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's he's sitting on one plus the number of guys there are within range of him 
plus yeah. any actions he takes. Yeah, and that's just it. Uh, um, I'll bump into you, uh, your strongest ship. Yeah, let me bump into your strongest ship so it can't shoot me. Yep. And I'll still have two mods. Let's go. However, let's talk about that. Hera in the Ghost. I'm going to come back to this because I think it matters. Hera Intimidate with Zeb, I think, changes exactly like how powerful that two-ship scum is by a lot. Because do you know who's going to vanish into thin air when he gets hit by a double-modded Hera at range one? Fenral. Into thin air. And she will just eat that five dice and go, hey man, congratulations, you got rid of my shields. But does Hera have to make her choice of maneuver before Fenral moves? Yes, that's correct. Yes, but she's a, she's a large. Fenral doesn't doesn't get out of the way of things. Fenral bumps into things. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't. I mean, well, okay. the, I I I think Hera is. I not to mention now range three isn't really even that safe for him if he's catching but, four uh, dice coming no. at him. No, no, he's just not one of a ghost i just don't think it's that hard for him not to be in front of a ghost and i don't think it's it's uh, yeah it's not hard for him to be in front of a ghost and if he bumps on the side with like dorsal turret the dorsal's still rolling three dice at range one right and fen's still fen's still uh, so he's intimidated but he still gets his ability off which means he's still rolling three dice to three dice that's like, Zeb, primary only right uh the dorsal is pr turret counts as primary what dorsal turret counts as primary no, it doesn't. No, it does not. It's a turret. Range one to two, two attack dice, adds turret to your to your to your thing. Yeah. So, so all you're. He's learning about if he's looking to playing that incorrectly, then. All he's all he's doing if he's looking to uh, uh, to bump, he just doesn't want to be in front of a ghost. That's just the, you, you know, and I, I mean that seems to me like the, the very definition of a truism. Don't be in front of a ghost. Yeah. That was, that's one of your <laughs> yep. John Madden statements. When it comes to <laughs> it's not be in front of a ghost. <laughs> exactly. But no, so that's the thing, right? It's like, you know, it, 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 Fen doesn't like it, but Hey man, I'll take three attack dice to three defense dice with Fen's ability. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. I'll take two. But I think the the shooter would be just as happy. I'll take three on three against. That's him. also true. Yep. Yep. Red, three on greens four. Are the reds. Three on four. Uh no, because if they if Hera has intimidation. Oh, uh, gotcha. it'd be. A, Hera has uh, gotcha. The other thing is, I, I I think it probably matters against Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yep. Yep. Like uh, now, um, you rebel players actually have a reason to bid deep now with Han, with Luke and Hera in hyperspace. Yeah, but can they outbid Fat Finn with an extra five points on top? The so uh, what I'm looking at here. Is like what thirteen? Nope. What 17? I'm no. What I'm looking at here: fearless proton bomb, Maul, contraband, slave one, and fearless on Fen Rao. Sixteen point bid. You don't have to take the proton bomb, so that goes up to twenty one. You're taking a lot of meat out of your. Uh, not that much, though. You're, 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 you're dropping proton bombs. I don't know what else you would need. You don't need a cannon. Okay. You don't need a. You don't need a modification. Do you need a mod? Like, okay, hull upgrade is nice, but again, five points. You don't have just to have it. Hera's, just remember, Hera is seventy-two. No, uh, I yeah, but yeah, I just. Mm. I don't think I don't think that if you've got a if you've got a list that can uh, a Luke Hera list that can outbid uh, Fett Finn, 
I'd love to see it. I'll play it against you just for the fun of it. I mean, let's do it. Um, as quickly as possible. <laughs> Uh, next up, uh, we do want to keep we we do want to keep it under twenty minutes, and God knows we're running right up on it. Uh, all of the sh- all of the lancers came down. Yes, um, I love down three to sixty nine. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah. Thank you. Wow, uh, how wow. Did Sabine come down three. How Four? much? Sabine, yeah. Uh, Ketsu Sabine down two. Shadowport Hunter down one. Um, I really like the Lancer and I want it to be good, so uh, I, I'm happy about those drops, especially Asajj. Ketsu was already seeing play at 67 at, at 69. Nice, She's nice. Gonna see, like, there's you're just giving more room for an already co- arguably competitive ship. And unfortunately, Ketsu is like the least fun to play against of the Shadowcasters. So, Sabine at 59 is that still a no? Yeah, I think it is. I think so too. Oh, I hate I hate it when you guys disagree with me. Um, down to everyone's favorite non. Uh, what, what's what does NPE stand for? Uh, negative play experience. Everyone's favorite negative play experience: the quadrajet space tug down across the line. <laughs> yeah, but remember this: this reflects the tractor change. That's fair. So, that is true. Um, they're they're going to be much less negative play experience now that you can shoot the motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, yes, um, Captain Nim down to forty seven. Drew was talking about the Skurg we on uh, the last time. You t- you're you're the guy who's probably done the most work on the Skurg. What do you think? Um, again, I think it's the fact that they used to be good because they were they were torpedo. Uh, bomb, they were torpedo platforms, and now they're not. So I don't think we're gonna see them. I think a lot of a lot of those turreted um, ships across all the factions are just waiting for one more different kind of turret to help them out at range three. Even if you can only take one of them, right? If you can only take one, then then Nim becomes a you know close range bomber, but can also hit you when you run away from him, right? Like it's a perfect, it's a really niche combo that um, maybe a ship in X-Wing shouldn't have because none of them currently do in this version of the game. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll see more of them. They're good blockers. I like the ability of them being able to barrel roll. Medium ships barrel rolling is pretty nasty, especially when you have multiples of them. But of course... Yep, yep, yep. Bosk and Razi dropping in points and moving to hyperspace. Mm-hmm. YV-666 is really difficult ship to fly. <laughs> I have noticed people trying, and yeah. It's tough. It's like that. you've got the three-turn. that the, Your only turn that's white is a three-turn. That is rough, man. Yeah. Uh, but that... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say the Z-95 moving to hyperspace... Is this maybe them? Uh, okay, I'm just gonna say it. We t- you guys said earlier that you don't think they're really allowed to acknowledge the existence of online tournaments. I'm pretty sure that's what this is. I think they're trying to put in an, in a, a a a counterpart to the M3. I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, it's just a good fillership, which the the M3 is not is no longer a fillership because people are building it out with the. Uh, 
with these specialized cannons and stuff. Um, but I, I just want to just uh, step back one second. Yeah, we sorry. were talking about we were talking about the Ozatuck and its 180 degree arc at 42 points, um, yep. eight hit points, etc. Trandoshan Slaver is now at 51 points. Yeah, um, 180 degree large arc. Uh, can you imagine if it goes to 50 and people can put four of those puppies on the board? I'll do it in a heartbeat. Uh, I mean, that's just going to be, that's going to be insane. People are going to do it. It'd be like, yeah, no, I can't maneuver, but that's okay. There are four of me and you cannot, you can't avoid all these arcs. You just can't do it. The, you will see the most intentional bumping you have ever seen in any list ever. If people start being able to run four Transdotion Slavers. No, that was the thing, though, wasn't it? That was a 1.0 list. It was three uh, Transdotion Slavers, wasn't it? Three. Three. Yeah, and three three was tough to deal with. Three was tough. Even with the broken-ass crew on them, regardless of that being missing in this game, it's still fighting three of them. That's what, 9, 10, 11, 12, like 12 HP per ship? Yikes, that's... 48 hit points. Uh, I mean, we're not there yet. Just to be clear to people, they're 51 points. You can't do it yet. No, not yet. It just seems like like they probably stopped at 51 for exactly that reason. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, No changes to the points in the Z95. But all of them are all but the Benair Pirate are hyperspace legal. Which is weird because we have other versions of the Benair Pirate that are useful in hyperspace, right? That being the M3A. I mean, with the M3A, with the Tensari Point Veteran being basically minimum, what, 34? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? 29? Uh, no, I'm thinking of the wrong one. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, being 32, 30, I think. 33 depending on which cannon you take, it's nine points cheaper for a Black Sun soldier. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. That's I mean, the, the, the sick is a better ship, for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but is it a four-on-five better ship better? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I think it's weird that they t- they they didn't allow the Benair Pirate when uh, that is, like, canonically, that's Kath's Cat Scarlet's in in hyperspace now, or in hyperspace, and uh, is she? Uh, it Did says new hyperspace. Yes, she is. Yeah, I mean, oh, but that's the other thing just... too. Are they hoping that like people won't use FET by adding more pilots? I think. I mean, not. That, I don't know if FET should have been removed from hyperspace, but looking at no. them, looking at them, like you're you're not you're not running. You know, Kath or Iman or Koshka, um, unless you're specifically planning on running something around them. Uh, whatever you do, don't look up Russian slang for Koshka. Just oh, sorry. I wasn't planning on it, Bliat. Um, Bosk Gunner is now hyperspace legal and was modified somehow. I didn't even. This is another one of those scum upgrades that like nobody ever talked about. What do you mean, what? modified somehow? What do you mean? He got he he went down a point, but is that what you meant by modified? Yeah, I didn't know what his previous cost was because I've never played Bosk in my life. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, um, yeah. So slay it, yeah. Uh, poor. 
there's just there's just nothing to say on some of these it's like there's, yeah there really isn't scum is scum is in such a weird place yep um, uh, it's just the way to say it uh the houndstooth title and the Nashta pup legal because they moved the yv66 into hyperspace cool um lando's falcon title legal I, because they moved the falcon into hyperspace cough cough han is really good at 48 points yeah. Like, damn. So, I mean, even if you push Han, <sighs> I want to remind. I have to check something. Scum was already the leader for most sixes in hyperspace, right? It was, yes. So they put Han in. How many do they have now? Do they have enough for a four ship list? Because if you want to talk about scary, that's fucking terrifying. Uh, Boba Fett naked, Fenrau naked, and Han Solo in hyperspace is five points over. Oh, sorry, that's two points over because I had Lando's Falcon on it. Okay, so they they did only have... So you can run Fen, Dangar with Torps, and Han Solo with the Lando crew upgrade. Like, you can run 666 and have it be not terrible. I'm just like so. So I built Han with Trickshot, Kira, Tobias Beckett, and Contraband Cybernetics. Is Lando's Falcon? Nah. I mean, maybe. I I'm. You can run three sixes in Scum now, and there are a lot of people who will run Dengar without torpedoes and just run the Punishing One upgrade. They're weird people. I don't know why they do it, but hey, I'm not going to tell them they're wrong. Sure, you are. No, I'm not. I, I can't make Dengar work. I am not a good enough player to make Dengar work. That doesn't mean I'm going to tell other people they aren't. So, Dengar. Let's see, I'm curious now. Who was the other six you said? Fen, Han, and Dengar. Yeah, you got a lot of points to play with. Like a boatload of points to play with. You have 30 points to play with in that trip sixes list. So, yeah, let's, I don't know if we want to do this now, but yeah, that's, I mean, you'll probably I, I see that almost 100%. I, I you're going to see that again. Yeah. Because yep. look, I, I ran into people running um, Fen, Han, and Guri in the last, in the last, in last year's hyperspace trials. Dang. Yeah, uh, well, Guri is a special case. I mean, Guri is freaking crazy gurry is gurry she, she is but like let's be real proton dangar is not terrible a plasma dangar so i, Pl- I mean sure i keep <laughs> the points down yeah like i i i will not be shocked to see people running some tr- some loaded out version of 666 in scum i would not be surprised at all oh my god you could run han with i mean i know it's freaking expensive but han with outmaneuver with fen rao and and dengar coming down your throat Outmaneuver doesn't work on han is it only oh that's right that's right my apologies you want, you want trick shot on han this is one of no, those no, rare hyperspace no not a hyperspace legal oh okay yeah but no Shut jeff up. i thought the same thing like you have you have han that is coming from the side with trick shot getting extra dice you have dengar that's coming down and go if you look at me i'm gonna shoot you back and i have torpedoes and then you have fen rao that goes if you look at me i'm gonna survive and i'm gonna punch you in the face right like 
Guys, I've, oh, never mind. It's, I said I had mismarked it wrong. Hang on. I got to double check. Yeah, no, no, no hyperspace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so in, in extended, you also, you'll also see that too. Like for sure. The, the triple sixes, oh. like. Yeah, hundred percent. Cause that's where you get Han Gunner. Yep. Well, you can't run Han Gunner and Han and the Falcon. So you'd have to find another way to get a focus on, to get a lock and focus out of Dangar. Um, but either way, that's still, you know, that, that is it a triple sixes list? Because then it, now Ollie's list doesn't exist in Empire, right? So if you're trying to play the, you know, the, 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 the high big orange numbers, right? I think Scum is, is the, the place that came out on top next to Rebels, maybe? Rebels are always going to be stuck at the fives. They, right. They're built that way. Yeah. Rebels are, been, are meant to take a hit and punch back harder. So you can do Han Solo with Trickshot, Kira, Tobias, Contraband. This is extended, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you can do Dengar with uh, Plasma, Contraband, Punishing One, and R3 Astromech. And Fen Rao with Fearless for exactly 200 points. That sounds super gross. That's, uh, that's 24 hit points, which is decent. That's solid for well. You're, and remember, your I six twenty four hit points. Yeah, I six. Now you don't have a bid, so other I sixes are gonna move after you. But they're not gonna have three of them. No. <laughs> you'll you'll be yeah. able to box an I six with Dangar, Han, and Finn. Wow, that is. Um, I like that. I'm saving that list. Yes, yeah, yeah. send it to me, Jeff. I want to build it too. I'm like, oh. Ooh. Yeah. I think we should end on that happy note. Uh, we ran three minutes over Jeff's allotted extra time. Oh, uh, no, no. I be up at, uh, the reason that I have to go to bed is uh, on Friday night is that we get up at six o'clock in the morning to go to Safeway because otherwise it's insane. Isn't, isn't the line Jeff? No. What about Padme? Yes. <laughs> You you killed her in your fury. Why um, did you say that name? Oh, sorry, wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will go ahead and wrap it there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We will continue our update on the uh, new points again next week with Resistance, Republic, um, First Order, and Separatists. And after that, we will be getting on to all the new ships. So much content, so little time. And, of course, next week we're back new and improved with a shiny new name, Bangs Out Podcast. Sorry. I'm turning this off. Y'all have a good week. Bye.